Hello, I'm Gavin Horgan, Headmaster of Millfield School in Somerset, the largest co-educational boarding school in the UK. Welcome to the Millfield Way podcast. Here, you'll hear from teachers, coaches and students from Millfield and Millfield Prep School. Millfield is traditionally different, and this is the Millfield Way. And welcome to this Millfield Way podcast in conversation with Ewan Dale. My name's Liz Webb, and for this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by the Director of Swimming, Ewan Dale. Good afternoon, Ewan. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Um, this is your second time on the podcast, as you were one of the very first people that we featured when we started it in 2019. And your first episode has had over 750 downloads, the most of all of our episodes. So you are clearly someone that lots of families want to hear from. No, I'm not sure about that. Uh, um, and now you attended Millfield Prep and Millfield as a student from 1997 to 2004. Is that right? Um, and then you went on to Loughborough University, competed for Team GB in the 2008 Olympics and the Commonwealth Games. You're a European silver medalist and nine times British national champion. And you've coached for British Swimming and Team GB. So after that introduction, it's clear you know your stuff when it comes to swimming. Can you tell us a bit about your swimming career before you came to Millfield? Of course, and, and thank you very much for that, that kind introduction. So my swimming career started in Scotland in a small rural town, uh, and I just got the bug. Got the bug for the sport, really enjoyed everything about it. And in that kind of time, late 90s, when you watched the 1996 Atlanta Olympics, it really just embedded a dream. That, that I wanted to try and get as close as I could to to being at that level of the sport. So when I was 11 years old, uh, my parents were doing some research, like uh, I imagine a lot of parents do, and, and they came across uh, the institution of Millfield and how it had embedded a swim programme within its academic school. And uh, yeah, I started when I was 11 and stayed here till I was 18. And it really was that seven-year period that made that dream of, of, of becoming Olympia, an Olympian feasible. I was training in a pool alongside people that were doing that. And, and, and that just made it very real for me. And then up to Loughborough University and, and, and then in 2008, it, it did become a reality, swimming alongside Michael Phelps in the 400 IM and the Beijing Olympics. So that's my, that's my career in the sport as an athlete. And, and then there's been a little bit of a career as a coach as well. And how did that feel when you were there in that moment and you were like, I'm in the Olympics, um, I'm competing against these people I've been watching and following. What did it feel like? It's a surreal moment. Uh, when you're in the, the aquatics arena, it was called the Cube in Beijing and, and you stand up on your block and you've got a lane to showcase your your potential and, and what you've been working towards. Uh, it's It's one of those moments that you never forget. But for me... The moment I always remember is finishing and, and seeing my dad in the crowd and you could just see the pride on his face. And, you know, I was super proud of, of, of my performance and where I'd come from and, and more importantly, the journey I'd been on to get there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really unique thing. And I suppose like all swimming parents, um, your parents would have taken you around the country to swimming meets and there's, there's quite a lot of commitment that parents have to put in. So did it feel like a kind of joint achievement that you, you'd made it there? 
Hundred percent. You know, uh, one of the great things about Millfield and, and and when I came here when I was eleven is that it took a lot of that logistical strain off the parents, uh, and they were very much uh, a support network. And you know, I had I had a rocky road to the top. You know, you talk about uh, development and it being non-linear, and I certainly had my fair share of struggles throughout my early teenage years as I grew a little bit later than others. And my parents were just fantastic supports for me, you know, never too much pressure, just always trying to facilitate what, what I wanted. And yeah, you know, my, my mother was at the Commonwealth Games in 2006 and my dad was there in 2008 at the Olympics. And yeah, it's a joint effort. It always is. You know, the, there's a whole support system that goes behind every athlete. Um, and so uh, then you, after that, you found yourself back at Millfield. How, how did that happen? It's a very good question. It's a very good question. Uh, so I went to Loughborough and I studied accounting and finance. And that pursuit of the Olympic dream from 2004 to 2008 was was pretty grueling. You know, it was hard. It was tough. Uh, and at that point, I decided to, to step away from swimming. And as I'd studied accounting and finance, I went into an accounting firm up in Edinburgh. And they were great with me, you know, learning some basics around accounting and finance. And I found myself after 12 months starting up a swimming company, you know, teaching young kids how to swim (laughs) in the evenings, going to a swimming club and helping coach. And just every spare minute I had, I was just looking up swimming, how things are done, how it's moving on. And then uh, an assistant coach role came up at Millfield and I gave the director of swimming at at the time a, a call and and yeah, it just started from there, really. It was uh, almost like the stars were aligned. And you knew the director of swimming? I didn't at, at the time. time. No, I okay. didn't know him at the time. Yeah. I'd, he'd just joined two years earlier from Australia and ended up uh, being a fantastic mentor for me and, 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 and helped me develop into, into the coach I am today. Fantastic. And so since joining Millfield... Um, as a coach, and you're obviously now uh, the director of swimming here. Um, what's your journey like? Um, what's your journey been like being at Millfield in charge of swimming? It's been superb. Uh, there's there is no place like it. Uh, having having been through the system as a as a pupil, and now having the opportunity to progress through as a coach to to lead the team now, uh, it's it's been a phenomenal journey. It's been a, a learning curve uh, along the way. There's lots of of things that you you have to navigate and, and push through. Uh, but, you know, the, the people that we have in our department across the school are just excellent in their areas. And it's it's really inspiring to, to come to work on a daily basis. And the, the students that we have blow my mind every year around their capacities, their capabilities, their desires, and, and their willingness to, to keep striving for, for self-improvement. Uh, what would you say Millfield Swimming was like when you first got here to, to what it's like now? It's grown. It's grown a lot. When when I joined in 2010, there was probably around about 50 kids in the programme, all operating at quite a high level. Uh, and it was it was it was probably more of a one tiered approach. Uh, you know, it's it's a competitive squad and that's what we do. And, and that's that. Whereas if you look at it now, it's much more broad in its offering. It's much more synergized in what it's doing with other aquatic-based disciplines like triathlon and, and modern pentathlon, and even now with the introduction of water polo. And we've got three tiers to our squad structure. So it's a much more all-inclusive, broad, developmental-focused program. 
Um, and, and how do you approach your coaching of young people? Do you have a certain style? Um, has that changed? I think coaching style is, is continually evolving. Uh, and, and, and what coaches do when, when they're, they're in the field is they're reacting to what's in front of them. Every student is different. There's only one of each student, you know, they're so unique in terms of their psychology, their, their physiology, their, their, their development rates, that in terms of my approach, it's being able to adapt to what's in front of me, being versatile uh, in order to respond in the best way to, to what's happening in, in front of me. Uh, and I have, I have four non-negotiables uh, with my, my coaching. And the first one is focus on, on self-improvement over peer comparability. You know, you look at these young young teenagers and they're they're constantly looking what their peers are doing. And really we know as as adults that the more you focus on self-growth and and that growth mindset, the more you move forward. The second one I always talk to them about, and it's a bit more swimming related, but you can broaden it out, it's don't be defined by the time. You know, at, at the end of a swimming race a time goes up on a scoreboard, but there's so much more to an individual than than that one time. It's there's so much so much detail behind that and so much that they can grow from, even if the, the time isn't where it wants to be. And I always talk to them and, and my third point about mentality beats physicality every time. If you can be positive with yourself, if you can be really self-fulfilled in your journey, uh, rather than worrying about how big and strong you are, you'll you'll go much further, you know, because it is the mind that controls the body at the end of the day. And and underpinning that number four is 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 work ethic beats all. You know, if you're if you're willing to work hard at whatever you do, you will move forward. Fantastic. And how many people are in your coaching staff? So because I know you don't do all this all on your own. There's there's too much to do. Um. So who do you have on your team, and how do you work together? I have the most fantastic team <laughs> in the world. Uh, we've got five full-time coaches at the at the senior school and we've got a further three down at our prep school. And, you know, we've got so many different personalities, you know, up at the senior school, we've got Ryan, Kieran, Rachel, Kieran Smith, uh, Dan Waddingham that, that are full-time coaches. And, and down at the prep school, we've got Helen Goldby, who actually coached me when I was down there, and she's an absolute superstar. Uh, and we've got Maria Jones and, and Colette Rosendale. So it's a, a really eclectic mix of individuals and everyone brings someone un- brings something unique to the, the party and, and we're learning off of each other every day. And it's an absolute privilege to, to come in and, and lead these excellent individuals on a, on a daily basis. And we're really lucky to have some fantastic facilities for swimming at Millfield. How do these facilities assist in the development of our swimming students and as well with our children at the prep school? Um, I think they're able to come up and use the um, 50 metre pool up here. Of course they are. You know, we're we're very well synergised with our prep school programme. Me and Helen work together very, very closely. Uh, and the facility here is is outstanding. You know, it's uh, one of the, the only privately owned 50 metre pools in the country and it gives us a great bedrock to, to build the programme off. Uh, eight 50 metre lanes that can be converted to 16, 25 metre lanes is, is excellent. Uh, one thing I would say on that is facilities are awesome. Uh, it's the characters and the behaviours of the individuals within the facility that really, really creates the gold. 
And we're known um, by many people for our sport at Millfield. Um, but as you know, we're also really good at arts and academics. Um, how are our swimming students able to juggle both their swimming and academic programmes? And, and are they kind of linked together and supported? Of course. Uh, swimming's been embedded in this institution for the last 70 years. And that's really, really unique. So our, our students can swim preschool, they can swim at lunchtime, and we have two units of training after school. We can even integrate some of our support services into the academic timetable. So if, an, if a student needs a, a gym session, they could do that within their, their academic timetable. And in terms of balancing all the great things that goes on at Millfield, it really is a close, close liaison between the, the coaches and the pastoral staff, you know, those staff that have full duty of care over the, over the students, both with their overall loading and, and their academic profile. And I'm proud to say that pretty much all of the swimming staff are, are integrated into our pastoral boarding houses so that you can really get a flavour and a taste of what students go through when they're, they're at Millfield. Because it's, it's a high energy, it's a dynamic and it's a, a fantastic place. And it's making sure that People who are interacting with the students on a daily basis and having a really big impact understand what those individuals are going through. And from your time here, what, what would you say um, is different about Millfield Swimming to other schools that also um, offer swimming and have swim squads? Of course, you know, we were, we were probably, along with maybe a couple of others, one of the first schools to really embrace a, a, a full-time swimming programme within their within their sporting provision. And we've seen an increase in that uh, over the years. And what makes Millfield unique is obviously our, our, our fantastic coaching, our fantastic facilities. But for me, the real USP is the broadness of our offering. So yes, we can offer that competitive swimming program that's gonna drive you on to that Olympic success. But more importantly, we can involve swimming in the development of an individual that might mean that they're going to transition into other areas of school life, uh, whether that be triathlon or modern pentathlon or water polo or another sport or a high level academic program or, or a heavily music based program. You know, it was a really proud moment for me the other day watching some of our really, really capable swimmers, you know, uh, on the piano, playing the violin at the, the concert here in the Johnson Hall. Likewise, seeing some of the swimmers that, that used to be really, really competitive in year nine and ten, now fully embracing some of these sports and moving really far down the, the line on that, whether it be rowing, whether it be cycling, whether it be a team sport like, like rugby or hockey. And, you know, probably an actually really good example here is our fastest swimmer at the moment, uh, literally, can get through the pool quicker than anyone else, uh, is a young chap called Alex Painter. And at the start of sixth form, he was playing first team hockey. And in terms of our USP, I don't think there's any institution that really does that uh, as well as we do. Fantastic. Um, and so last year, we had a number of current and old Morfordians participating in the Commonwealth Games. Um, how were you able to support those students? It's a very good question. Uh, I think that the, the answer to that is just putting a provision and a structure in place that allows them to thrive in their development phase, you know, whilst they're here at school. 
but then also supporting them in their transitions to further education, whether that be within our national centres within Britain or our top performing university programmes or university programmes in the US and, and allowing them to continue to, to thrive on their journey. In terms of, of, of direct influence, I was really happy to, to be out there in Birmingham in, in 2022 at the Commonwealth Games and just seeing the smiles on their faces when they were uh, achieving great things and, and representing their, their country was, was just a really humbling moment. Uh, but in answer to your question, it's just giving them the education, giving them the base in order for them to thrive as they continue on their competitive pathway. Um, and for those listeners who are considering coming to Millfield um, and are swimmers, can you explain a little bit of, a, a little bit more about the swimming program, um, and then what you look for in a swimmer um, who's joining the school? Of course, uh, as as I mentioned earlier, our, our offering is very very broad. So we have we have three tiers of of opportunity and and provision. Our, our kind of tier one is our competitive structure, and that's for individuals that are kind of national level qualification and, and looking for that international breakthrough. Uh, and then we've got our pathway tier, which is our, our regional develop our regional level swimmers that are looking to develop to towards that national level. And then we've got this fantastic school squad tier as well, which supports anybody who wants to to improve their swimming at any level or just do it on a recreational level and also acts as a, as a platform for some of those students that might be changing tack with their sport but still want to keep involved in swimming and, 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 and drop into that school squad tier. Uh, what do we look for uh, when, we're, when we're, we're having kids come along on, on assessment or just looking to start the school? Really just someone who's going to embrace all the opportunity that Millfield has. Uh, obviously through, through our, our, our scholarship process we're looking at their kind of performances over the last 12 months and potential projections on where they're going to go in their competitive journey but as I mentioned the development journey is so non-linear it's it's really just providing them with a platform for them to be the best versions of themselves during their time at Milford. Um, and also we offer sports scholarships if a student's interested in applying for a scholarship in swimming how does that process work? Best thing to do in 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 that regard is is get in contact with myself or, or maybe just directly with our admissions department and book yourselves on, on one of our assessment days. Uh, and that's for year nine entry and lower sixth entry. And then off the back of that process, that's how they go about obtaining a, a scholarship in order to come and, and utilise the fantastic facilities and provision that Millfield provides. And so what does a typical week look like for a swimmer at Millfield? Now, there's a lot of admiration for the swimmers. They work really hard. Swimming, swimming is a hard sport. There's a lot of hours in the pool, a lot of early mornings, um, later in the evening. So what's a typical week like? Great question. And it, it depends on, on, the, on the tier that you're involved in. Uh, but broadly speaking, we have units of training uh, six to late in the morning. We have a 12.30 to 1.30 slot at lunch. We have a four till six slot in the afternoon and then a six till eight slot in the evening. Now, across all of our structure, we try and minimise the number of mornings that individuals are doing to make sure that they're getting that rest and recovery and maximising their output within our our academic profile. Because it's important to outline that one, Millfield is so much bigger than swimming, but two, it's a student 
athlete. You know, so we've got to put the the student first and making sure they're maximizing their academics and, and, and supporting them in their athletic journey around that. So depending on, on what squad they're in, they'll get a distribution across those training units each week. Uh, in our in our competitive tier, they have up to eight units of swim training a week. Our pathway tier have between five and seven units a week and our, our school squad tier have up to six units a week. Okay, fantastic. And how do you form and structure the squad groups? So we will allocate squads in September based off times posted in the last 12 months. But it's a really dynamic and fluid structure. So if people are really making good progress in certain tiers and it would be best fit for them to to move tiers, then we'd, we'd look to do that. Likewise, if people are deciding to go in a slightly different tack, then we'll look to to make adjustments and changes to fit the best interests of the student. Uh, but broadly speaking, we do, do squad allocations twice a year uh, and we make any ad hoc adjustments throughout the year as needed. And over the years that you've been here, some of your students have gone on to follow a similar path to yourself when you were young and they've done really, really well with their swimming. How, how does it feel when you see them go from the student athlete here and the practicing and the hours they put in and to them actually then making it big um, on a national stage? I mean, it, it, it fills us all with immense pride. You know, there's so many people involved in the development of uh, a young athlete like that uh, and it makes us all so proud to see them achieve great things within the sport but fundamentally speaking it's great to see students who are happy and thriving in their adult life whether that be in high level sport or, or different areas or fields or or even just at, at university or whatnot it's just great to see kids using the lessons that they've learned throughout their development phase to enhance their opportunities in, in adult life and ultimately we're all here trying to create an individual that has a healthy and positive relationship with with exercise and some of that means that they go on and win huge international medals and, and have a great time but fundamentally as long as we're seeing people with smiles on their faces and trying their best and, and doing great things we're, we're all good. Fantastic. And so finally, Ewan, what would be your three takeaways to our listeners about Millfield and swimming? I think the first point would be truly understand that Millfield is so much more than swimming. You know, there's there's so much that goes on in here that enhances the development of the child, you know, whether that be boarding whether that be all the other activities that goes on that go on or just being like submerged with with so many people doing so many great things it's it's a really inspiring place to be not only as a student but as a staff member as well you know so millfield is so much bigger than 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 one entity you know it's 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 a real real development institution uh second point would be millfield is unique in its offering uh, you know, we are so broad, which which gives us so much more catchment to make sure that a child is discovering their their brilliance in whatever area that may be. And that may well be swimming, but it may be swimming at age 12, but it's something different at age 17. And that is excellent. And I will truly believe we're, we're unique in that. And the third one, and it's it's one that I always use with, <laughs> with the students, and it's uh, Dare to Dream. Everything's here for you. 
everything's ready to go. Uh, it's just about you taking that responsibility and thriving with the opportunities that you got. But don't be afraid to dream big and, and, and go for the stars. Thank you, Ewan. That's a really nice way to end uh, the podcast episode. Um, Ewan, thank you for coming back on the podcast to give our listeners a real insight into what Millfield is like and how it has evolved um, in the last few years. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Millfield Way podcast in conversation with the Director of Swimming, Ewan Dale. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you.